I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It's my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week it's episode 64, and I was torn. I was like, number 64, do I talk a Nintendo 64 game or do I play to what's topical right now, which is the Sega Genesis with the classic coming out this week? And uh, blatantly, I went Sega Genesis so I could cash in on the hashtags and the probable twi- tw- the probable trending on Twitter. Uh, say that five times fast. The probable trending on Twitter of the Sega Genesis. We're going Sega this week and we are talking Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja Master. Now listen... I know there's probably some of you out there that have never played this game, and you may not have even gotten this far into the podcast. You may have saw that and just been like, nah, you know, because honestly, I probably would have done that at one point. I wasn't a Sega kid. I didn't know this game until like six months ago. Uh, It's a great game. Fucking let's be open-minded, okay? This show is probably going to be very more Sega-centric than it has ever been over the next two to three weeks with the Sega Genesis coming out and stuff like that. So uh, for those of you, and I do get messages from people that have never played some of the games, they listen to the episodes and then they're like, now I'm kind of interested in playing the game. Uh, if that's you, let me know because that's really cool. And I'm telling you guys, like, if you're into like Ninja Gaiden and action platformers and retro and stuff, like, play this game because it's fucking rad and it's available everywhere. I'll get more into that in a couple of minutes, but it's it's good. Um, 
you guys know I'm going to ramble for a few minutes first. Uh, boy, I've been looking forward to this episode because I'll like it has just been a fucking day, and I'm not going to go into my personal life for too long here. But I'll, I'll let you guys know, uh, in case you aren't aware, I usually record the intro and the outro and do the editing of these podcasts on Tuesdays. Usually, like I get the intro and outro recorded in the morning, and then after lunch. I, uh, I sit down and edit it and get the YouTube video together and all that good stuff. And right now it's like late Tuesday night when I'm doing this part. I still have to edit it because uh, it has just been a fucking day. And then I had a show uh, tonight for comedy and uh, just I'm a stand-up comedian uh, by trade. And I'll tell you guys right now, if you've ever thought about becoming a stand-up comedian, don't because it fucking sucks. The booking side, it's, it doesn't all suck, but the booking side of it sucks. The business side sucks and the pay is not worth the garbage that comes with it sometimes so if you're listening to this and you're like i'd like to be a comedian don't stay in school or stay on your forklift or stay i mean don't do something you hate i guess but just don't be a comedian fucking it's been a day but anyway that's uh like honestly i was just gonna like i was it's uh i was gonna have a couple of puffs and just play some video games tonight and then i was like oh yeah i gotta finish the podcast so uh i'm not complaining i just i need this i just want to rant i just want to talk some video games for a little while I'm, I'm i like listening to the music that's part of the editing i love listening to that old music it just puts me in a good mood and let's talk some video games we're talking shinobi 3 you guys know i'm gonna talk i already said that part i'm i'm tired it has been a day um i will probably be at the Edmonton Expo this weekend. Uh, when you guys hear this, if you listen to it in real time or close to its release date, it'll be September 18th or 19th. I, I, I don't know what day I'm going to be at the Expo yet, but I'm going to be there probably Friday or Saturday and just handing out the cards. I ordered some new business cards for the podcast with part of our Patreon income. Uh, so thank you all so much for helping me do that. I don't know if I'm going to get kicked out of the Expo for handing them out, and I don't know if it's going to accomplish anything as far as getting listeners, but I don't know what else to do. So I got these nice cards with our logo on the front and then all the games and then on the back it just says we follow back it's got all our you guys can see it on our instagram and stuff at member the game and i'll just be handing them out and trying to pick up some listeners so if you go back in time if you're one of the people i picked up to listen to the show at the edmonton expo and you go back in time to listen to old episodes and listen to this one now you hear this shoot me a message and tell me that i met you at the edmonton expo and that's why you came that'd be awesome um also next week for the episode uh, potentially I'm going to be doing, uh, my first ever solo one here on the show. Not because I don't have a guest cause I have old episodes recorded. I'm always recording more. I want to review the Sega mini. And, uh, I, I, I think it's honestly, it's one I think I want to do by myself. And, uh, I, I want to, my thought process is it's going to be a Sega Genesis classic review from a Nintendo fanboy who has no nostalgic ties to the Sega Genesis at all. And to kind of explain to you guys, is it worth your money, okay? When the PlayStation, when I picked up a PlayStation Classic, I had a few people ask me if we were going to do a review of one on the show. And the reason we never did it was just because there's so many reviews already out by the time I bought one because I waited for it to be like $10. Um, And I just figured, what am I going to say that hasn't already been said a million times about what a piece of crap that thing is? Uh, But the Sega Classic is getting really good reviews. And I have no, like I said, next to no nostalgic ties to this thing. I just really like retro gaming. I think it looks awesome, like the... Um, the aesthetics of it. Like I'm looking at my shelf right now. I have a PlayStation Classic, a Super Nintendo Classic, an NES Classic, and then I'm going to have my Sega Classic sitting there beside it. And that's fucking really cool to me. So I think next week it's going to be a solo episode. I'm just going to give you guys a review. I won't be going into depth on every game because I'm only going to have a couple of days to play them. Plus I want to use the games for the episodes. Uh, But I'll let you know what I think of it. I'll let you know how it stacks up against the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation Classic. And, uh, and is it something that I feel like you guys should pick up? And if you guys enjoy that concept, uh, let me know. Because there's other retro gaming consoles out there. There's like Ataris and ColecoVisions and other ones that I have no 
nostalgic ties to it all. And I'll pick one up and review it on the show if that's something you guys think you'd be interested in. So expect that next week. The only reason that won't happen will be if Best Buy fucks me on my delivery date. I pre-ordered them online. Honestly, in hindsight, I shouldn't have pre-ordered them. I should have just gone down to the EB Games near my house uh, the morning that they come out and just bought two because one of them we gave away. Um, but I was afraid that the hype would catch up and they would be like sold out and everything. And I don't think that's going to be the case. It's really, I feel like Sega might've missed the boat on this thing. You know, we'll get more into that later. But, uh, if you want one this week when they come out, I think you'd be able to walk into stores and buy one. So as long as Best Buy doesn't ship it to me late, dude, I can't remember what console it was. Maybe it was my Super Nintendo Classic where I ended up waiting like an extra two days to get it or something because it took so fucking long to show up at my house. Um, so hopefully that's not the case with this thing. I just get it. If I get it, I have the weekend to play with it. Then I'll, uh, I'll review it for you guys, uh, next week on the show. And if not, there's going to be another Sega centric episode coming. I think anyways, we're going to have a couple of those trying to throw the Sega a little bit of love. I'm being open-minded, you know, I'm, I'm 35. I'm getting old. It's I've let grudges go bygones be bygones. The Nintendo Sega thing is dead. Uh, let's show Sega some love. And let's uh, let's review their system, right? And let's play their games because they're not all bad. I mean, Sonic's bad, but they're not. <laughs> no, he's not. I, that's just me semi trolling. Um, let me see what else did I want to? I got lots of time. What else we going to talk about here? The Patreon episode, the second episode for the month of September, will be going live on Monday, uh, which is the twenty third. Twenty third. That is the Q and A rambling one. I don't have a lot of questions right now, so if you've got a question or something you want me to talk about, let me know. If you don't, totally fine. I have a long list of things I want to talk about that I just haven't gotten to in the last couple episodes because I've been answering questions and stuff. Uh, so if you've got anything you want me to talk about, if you just want to plug, if you just want me to comment on something, like hey, you guys bought, you guys paid for the show, so I'll say whatever you want me to say, as long as it's not too like racist or something shitty. Uh, and if not, you can just kick back and listen to me rant for a little while on Monday. So that's coming up. Shoot me message because i'll probably be recording that episode this weekend probably on sunday uh is the day i'm planning to do it um also another thing i wanted to touch on quickly before i get to shinobi is uh gamestop slash eb games i don't know where they are where like in canada i'm pretty sure it's e it's all eb games but i see a lot of people calling it gamestop i think it's the same thing i don't know anyway uh they're they're closing more stores and laying off more people and that's it's sad because you don't want to see anyone lose their income um but it's also like are we not all we're all looking at it and being like well blockbuster it's the new blockbuster right like this is going to happen i just i i mean modern games are available i mean i think they said that sales are literally almost 50 50 right now between digital and physical for people i know i'm digital not everybody is but i know it's a big thing and a lot of people are just buying their games off amazon and stuff and having them shipped to their house so they don't have to drive to the store right? So obviously that's hurting them. And then uh, I saw that some of them were trying to get more into retro games and trying to sell those. I know they've been trying to do that for a little while now. And I can't imagine that working, right? Because, and I wrote a list of things like people that play retro games, including, I'm assuming most of the people listening to this show, um, we're not going to buy them at EB games, right? Because there's other ways we're going to buy them. Either, Either you play them like I do, which is primarily on classic consoles like the Nintendo Classics and stuff or compilation packages like the Sega Genesis Classic Collection that you can get on all your systems and things like that. That's my preferred way to play retro games. SNES Online, Nintendo Online, stuff like that with save states and rewind. It's just more convenient to me than setting up all the old things. I don't have an old TV to set them all up on. 
people are buying their retro games online through EB game or not EB games uh, through like eBay and stuff like that. Uh, they're playing them on Raspberry Pis where they're not buying anything. They're just downloading ROMs or they're hunting, right? I think that a lot of, I know I was like this when I collected retro games. A lot of retro game collectors like that thrill of the hunt. You go to the flea markets and the garage sales and stuff and and you find stuff, to, you know, cheap, right? Like, I mean, I don't know what, what EB Games is charging for the retro games, but I know that like we have a games store here in Edmonton called Game City. There's a few of them. And, uh, and the prices are like ridiculous. It's like 30 bucks for like a copy of Super Mario Brothers 3. And like no one's fucking paying that, right? Like I'm not going to go in there. Like, you could, like no one's going to go in there and buy that. Like especially not a retro collector. So if that's what EB Games is going to try to do, that's not going to save them. Like um, I don't know. I, I feel bad to see all those people losing their jobs. But I mean they're in trouble. I'm curious to see where gaming goes as a whole over the next like 15 years. With like things like streaming and Game Pass on Xbox and, and PS Plus and, and all that kind of stuff. Like... I'm curious to see if we're even buying video games in another 15 years or if we're just paying for services and then just playing all the games on it. I mean, there's always going to be a market for retro games because some people just prefer to play it on that classic hardware. And I mean, those old NES carts are going to last forever and stuff like that, right? Um, <laughs> just that market's not going to be EV games. You know, I, boy, I'm so glad I'm not on that fucking executive board because I have no idea how you fix that right now. You quit. That's how you fix that and get out of there. Um, all right. That's good. That's enough ranting. What am I playing? We'll talk Shinobi. We'll get out of here. What have I been playing over the last seven days? Uh, Link to the Past, almost exclusively on my Super Nintendo online on my uh, Switch. Uh, I love that fucking game. That game and Super Mario World are just like my ultimate two comfort foods. Oh, yeah. And I know that Brad is listening to this, Bradley, and you're beaking me because I got the flippers before I got the flute in Link to the Past. The flute is for bitches, and you don't have a way to retort because you're not on this podcast talking about it with me right now. So fuck you. Um, but Link to the Past is awesome. So is Super Mario World. So are so many of those games. It's just like the ultimate comfort food for me. And I'm kind of in that like, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? Like the, the like void between games. Like I finished Fire Emblem where I just was like all in on it and I adored it. You know what I mean? And I'm almost on Thousand Year Door. But I'm basically just waiting for this week with the Link's Awakening remake and the Sega Genesis Mini. And it's like, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to start like a big new game when I'm waiting for these two. So you just kind of, you know, these Super Nintendo games are just a perfect time fills. Retro games are so good for this. Uh, also quickly, I've had a couple people, uh, that's all I've been playing, by the way, it's mostly just linked to the past. A little bit of Tetris 99, a little bit of Mario Kart 8, kind of dip my toe back into that pool. I love that game, but mostly uh, linked to the past, just waiting out on these new games. Um, a couple of people have mentioned I haven't been doing any Let's Plays. And, uh, the main reason for that is cause I've been on the road a ton and I, they are very time consuming and I just haven't had a chance. Plus I'm a little demotivated to do them now with Nintendo offering all of these games on their switch. Everyone's playing them and I'm like, well, there's no need to do a let's play of these. So I'm still going to do some, I, I want to do one of Mario Sunshine really bad. There's some old NES games. I was working on one of Metal Gear Solid that I thought was a little too dry and I gave up on it, but I might go back and finish it. Um, it's just, I've been busy. I'll be honest, like September through New Year's Eve is like the busiest time of the year for comedians. We make like over half of our yearly income in the next like 15 weeks. Uh, so I'm just not at home to to record and edit them, but they're coming. I don't get a ton of views on them either. So they're just not a priority for me, but thanks for the people that have been asking. And I've had a couple people ask about Twitch too. Uh, nothing's going on over there yet. I just, again, I just haven't had time. It's something I want to do, but it's just the bottom of the priority barrel here. 
All right. Good enough. I've talked about myself for almost 14 minutes. I'll shut the fuck up. We are talking Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master this week, you guys. If ever, this podcast has been the perfect excuse for me to go back and play games that I never played before. And this was one of them. Uh, I'm discovering more and more of the Sega Genesis because, as you all know, I'm not a Sega guy. I've been talking about it this whole intro. Uh, and to me, when most of us non Sega people think of the Genesis, you think of sports games, fighting games, or Disney. Like those are the, and then Sonic, obviously, but like, I think of like the Lion King and Aladdin and then some of the fighting stuff and, and, and like NHL 94 and, and things like that. Uh, but dude, I'm telling you, there were some really good games on the Sega Genesis that just never got discovered by a lot of us, myself included, because we just didn't, you know, Nintendo, everyone thought of the Nintendo games, right? Nobody thought of that with Sega. Um, and this podcast has been a great excuse for me to go back and try some of these games and discover just how good they are. And it's a really cool thing when you can play a good retro game for the first time because nobody makes retro games anymore. I know there's like, you know, the indie inspired ones, but no one's making just bona fide retro games anymore. And it's like, it's like seeing a movie for the first time or, or watching a TV show for the first time. And you can discover some of these, like I would give anything to be able to play Super Mario World for the first time again, other than, I guess, my memory, which is what I would have to give up to play it. Uh, but uh, but I've, been, I've been discovering new retro games. I played Shining Force a little while ago, a tactical RPG on the Sega Genesis, which was fucking awesome. We reviewed it on one of the episodes of the show in like the 40s, I think. And uh, I played Shinobi 3 a couple months ago on my pal Miklos' suggestion. He was my guest on Shining Force. He's my guest here again this week. This was a phenomenal recommendation from him. Uh, this thing's available on the 3DS. It's available on the Virtual Console. It's on the Sega Genesis Classic. It's on the Sega Genesis Collection that's on all the major consoles. So it's everywhere, you guys. I, I'm really going to recommend it. I'm going to cue the music. And we're going to explain why you should play it right now. This game released on the Mega Drive. Which is so weird to me. It's like the Sega Genesis, but it's also the Mega Drive, I guess. Uh, in North America on August 22nd, 1993. It's available everywhere. You should go play it. And we're going to tell you why right now. Here we go. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame.
Okay, so one of the cool things about doing this podcast is that like I'm going back and either replaying games I played as a kid as re- I call it research. I'm not research. gaming, I'm researching. I'm doing the air quotes as I say it. Uh, I'm either playing old games I played as a kid or I'm like discovering new retro games that I never played. And particularly on the Genesis, because I didn't have a Genesis, I, I haven't played any of these. And so uh, joining me this week, uh, uh, as he's been on the show many, many times before, is my buddy Miklos. How are you, buddy? I'm wonderful. And we he is a, uh, a Sega nerd. Uh, much like I'm an SNES nerd, and so I, uh, he's my one of my go-to's. I'm like, dude, what do I need to play on this system? Uh, and like for the record, I'm not playing them on a Sega. I'm playing them on the Sega Genesis cl- collection on yeah. the Switch. Uh, and what and uh, one of the games he suggested to me right away was uh, Shinobi Three. It uh, is, it is so much fun. I love this game, dude. Admittedly, <laughs> I like I, when I scrolled through. So like, if you've never played the Sega collection. When you bring it up, it's like a, the hub screen is like you're in a kid's bedroom and there's like a shelf with all the Sega Genesis cart like uh, yeah. cases on the shelf. And so you just scroll through the cases. And honestly, like I scrolled by Shinobi 3 and like it never registered. I was like, I'll, I'll never play that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Because I think when most people think of Sega Genesis outside of the Sonic games, they think of like Echo the Dolphin. They think of Gunstar Heroes. They think of Fantasy Star. You know what I mean? Like nobody thinks of Shinobi. At least I had never heard of Shinobi at all. Uh, this game is fucking. I rad. played this game so incredibly much as it, a kid, man. Like, it is fucking. This incredible. is one of those games that like I got, uh, and I played through uh to the end. Like I uh back before all the save states and yeah. stuff. I just I grinded, through. grinded through and got so good that you go through like the first like. Five or six levels, not dying, not yeah. using any of your specials. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes not like because you gotta like collect the throwing stars or the shurikens. Yeah, right. Yeah. You gotta. Yep. You gotta save them up, and so I would go through and not use any of them. Like it, just drop kicking. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. Like so, like if you've never played Shinobi Three, basically <laughs> it's like it's like a really good looking, or at least at its at its basic look, it looks like a really sick looking Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. It's like you basically control this ninja. Uh, his name, I assume it. He's Shinobi. Shinobi. <laughs> and like, it, it's, it's like, dude, when I, I texted you the night I started playing it. And I was like, this game is everything I think of when I think of retro. Yeah. It's fucking, it's bright. It looks rad. And you're just basically running from left to, to right, right. Sh- shooting or punching. When you shoot, you throw these like the... the, the, the yeah, yeah. Or like ninja little, stars, little whatever. Ninja star They're things. like little knives. Um, basically, you just run from left to right like killing bad guys and that's all it is and it's like and that's everything i think of when i think of vintage video gaming is like is that you know yeah. what i mean um it looks it looks to this day it, it fucking looks, looks great good. yeah it looks great the controls are really tight they're so it like, handles good and uh i could see how you could like play like we all had these games when you were a kid because you only had so many games when you were a yeah. kid so you had to play the games you had and I, I could see this being like if this was the game you got for Christmas, say, yeah. and you just fucking did it over and over and over till you beat it. And I could see how that and, would be. And not even being like, because I know like a lot of times now anyways, uh, I'll play a game that you kind of have to like go back over and over and over just to like figure out where everything is. This one, I enjoyed playing like, because I don't know, when I was a kid, we always did like the like play ninjas and stuff. Right. So like having the be able to play as a ninja and do 
crazy drop kicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and like, because it's it's funny because it's one of those games that's like at its core is so basic. Yeah, like honestly, the first time I played through it, I died in like the second world because I was kept running out of throwing stuff. And then I like honestly, I had to look up the manual just to be like, what the fuck's going on here? But then once you have a very basic understanding of the controls, it's so simple to play. Yeah, but it would be I could see how it'd be ridiculously difficult. Yeah, to like what, once learn. you once you master the drop kick, it's because you like drop kick and you like bounce up and you can like drop yeah. kick again. Yeah, so they're really. Like, Areas where like a bunch of guys becoming like drop kick, drop yeah. kick, drop kick, drop kick. So drop like kick. his basic controls are like you run and you jump and then like he he throws like you start out like you only have so many of these like little ninja stars, whatever you want to call them. I'm just gonna call them ninja stars for sure. the sake of calling them ninja stars. They're actually like those little daggers. Like throwing things. knives. But like so you start out with this like I think like fifty of them or something. But then you can constantly pick up more as you go. And every time you hit attack, you throw one. But if you're close enough to a bad guy, then you don't throw one. You just like cut oh, him yeah, you or punch slice, them or yeah. whatever. And so, and then you can also jump and throw them, or you can jump and then punch and do that drop, drop kick. The, the the kick thing. And like same dude, exact same thing you just said. Once I figured out that I could do that, yeah. whenever you land that kick, you bounce back up in the air. Yeah. So you can like just like almost like Mario hopping from turtle to turtle. Like yeah. if there's three or four bad guys, like just pop, pop, pop. And like that's what I would do is I would because you yeah. try to conserve your knives for boss fights. Oh yeah. So you once you figure you don't want to be up there drop kicking some of these guys, dude. No. And so <laughs> once you figure out that you need your knives for like the tougher fights, then you just start relying on that drop kick over and over. But it never gets boring. Like no. it's very fun. It never gets boring or old. Uh yeah, and like just the level exploration was fun. Yeah. You could do like the jumping off the walls. And yeah. The, and then you like double jump to places and then run and jump. Like, yeah. It was, there was so much exploring. I mean, it's not like, they're not the, like, I mean, like, it's, I, I won't lie. Like they're not the biggest levels fucking of all time. No. But totally you can explore cause you can go find, excuse me, additional power ups. Yeah. Like you can usually find another special move yeah. in a level. Like, cause that's the other thing is you get these, I think they call them like ninja arts or something. Yeah. And you get like four different ninja arts that you can scroll through. And truthfully, dude, I don't know about you. I only ever use two. Uh, the fire one. Yeah. And there's another one that was really... So there's... Like, you start each level with one. And then sometimes you can find an item to get more. Um, But, like... I think if you got the extra ones, they continued over. Right. I I might be wrong on that. Uh, I never had... Because I'll (laughs) lie to you. Usually when I got to the boss, I needed the cash. Yeah. And the one I used the most was... There was one that'd make you... uh, It was, like, a, a shield, basically. Okay. And it would take some damage for you. And so what I would do is I would attack until I was down to, like, my last hit then cash that thing in and buy myself some time and try to like try and finish the guy off before it was too late. Um, Cause it was that there was one where you'd like bring all this fire up from the ground and like you would attack everything one, on the screen. That one's one of, that's the one I used a lot. It's um, pretty handy. And then I, I think re- there's like a jumping one and something else, but I never used the other two. I think there was uh maybe I want to say there's a lightning one. What? I don't remember. Yeah. It's, but they're handy anyway. They're like, they're always, they're just there as like a, like a hail Mary type thing. And like, Honestly, dude, like the first two times I played it, I cashed them in early. Yeah. And then realized, like, I better save these for the end. Cause, like, the first few bosses are not hard. No, they're but not. But when that game, dude, so that game, like, ramps up. <laughs> so it, like, like, I don't even know the storyline. Basically, like, the, you, I think what happened is you, you defeated this, like, 
army and now they've come back and uh, you basically have to go fight I'm assuming again. it has something to do with Shinobi 1 and 2 it has to I don't know <laughs> it doesn't nobody even matter knows about. but it's like it's the epitome of just like it. it I, I won't necessarily say Ninja Gaiden because Ninja Gaiden actually had and if it's Gaiden fuck off it's Gaiden um, but like at least it had like it had the cutscenes and like the story to it kind of you know whereas okay. this one really felt like uh, it was it like it kind of tells you like at the beginning what's going on but it's it's like you don't care it, you don't care no. you just want to run around you, chopping guys up yeah. that's all it is that's it just run around kill things um and so like you start off like in the woods and then you end up in like warehouses and factories and these weird like you're dude the fucking the only criticism i have of the controls the only yeah. one it handles tight it handles yeah. great is the fucking level where you're climbing on like pipes with like water yeah. underneath yeah. yeah and you can hang off the roof yeah and you have to or like off pipes or what have you um and there were just certain times where, like, I think I would forget to hold up before yeah. I hit jump. And then instead of jumping up to grab the next pipe, you would let go and fall down. Yeah. And then I'd fall through the water. And I was like, that's not what I'm trying to fucking do. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Um, so, but yeah, you end up there. And then none of those levels are that hard. No. But then you end up in, like, a dojo or something. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, you've had your fun. <laughs> and then they just start oh, killing you, you. Yeah. Oh, you now you're in our, like, central base. Now, right. now we're, we're here. I mean, we can't have that. Yeah. And like the first four or five levels, because it's only like a seven or eight level game, yeah. I think. And the first four or five levels are like are fun, but not super hard. If you get good, like I could see how you could beat them without dying once. If yeah. you put in a little bit of repetition and knew where all the bad guys were. Yeah. Because the bad guys never change. Like you nope. know where they're going to be type thing, right? Uh, but once you get to that fucking dojo level and you have to like, oh, fuck. The, the, uh, that's actually my other minor criticism is the wall climbing is sweet, albeit a little bit finicky yeah. at times. And there's parts where you have to, particularly in this fucking dojo, where you have to go up at the top of the level, and there's like columns of wall with no bottom on them, yeah, and spikes on the top, yeah, and so you have to wall jump over, like up, like you know, like, like you would do in Mario or Metroid or anything else, where you just go like left wall, right wall, left wall, right wall. But then when you get to the top, you have to time because you can't climb up or down the wall; you just stick wherever you touch the wall. Yeah, so you have to position yourself right at the top of the left wall. Then jump, do your double jump, get over the spikes that are on top of it, then land in between the next two walls. And if you hit any spike, you yeah. usually fall all the way back down to the bottom and have to start over again. Yeah. And oh my God, I was getting fucking angry. <laughs> Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer, you're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast, and then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes, you drop your phone on the delete key, your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is, hey, lightning strikes the transmitter, doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating, which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of Crash Plan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around, and they do, and you lose your work, a backup is waiting for you. And it's not a backup from yesterday, it's a backup from the last 15 minutes. Come on now, that's... It's pretty sweet. And not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work, they can back up unlimited versions of your work. So it's like a rewind button. Realize you screwed something up an hour ago? Just rewind an hour, go find an old version of it, and you're just like that. You're done. You're back to the races. It's awesome. Time is money. 
Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. Fuck, I, I was getting angry. I think one of the things they do really well in this too is like all the levels where you have uh like you have the horse and you have like the jet ski, mm-hmm. you have like the things where you ride you on, ride stuff. Ride stuff. And they did a wonderful job. They're rad. That. Like picture the turtles in time the, game where you're on the surfboards or you're on like the hoverboards. Yeah. Uh except in this one you're on a horse like out in like a field. Yeah. Or you're on like a sur- yeah, you're on like a surfboard. Yeah. Or something like that. Which are and they're and they look great. Cause mm-hmm. you know what I like about those levels is you can for the most part, see the bad guys in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming around, like the, running toward the front of the screen, and then it'll usually be like a couple seconds, and then they'll start coming in from the front of the screen at you. Yeah. And so you can look at the back and be like, "Okay, there's four guys coming." Yeah. And then be like, like fucking like boom, boom, boom. And if you don't hear that fourth explosion, you know you missed one. Yeah. And then usually you don't have a lot of time to react. Like you need to get them as they're coming into the yeah. screen. But it was gorgeous. Like you're never confused as to what's happening or anything. Um, I don't give the Genesis enough credit for just how <laughs> it, good a lot of their games looked. It was it was such a this game, man. Uh, even when I like, because when I suggested it to you, I was like, I would love to do this, and you're like, I I think I could play that. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember I fired it up. Uh, I think it was in Grand Prairie, sitting in my hotel room yeah. before a show, and I fired it up. I played for about an hour before my show one night, and I texted you, and I was like, Holy fuck, dude, this is yeah. awesome! And it's just it's it's like it is. It screams retro gaming. Yeah. It's everything to do with retro gaming. They could release this game today for like twenty dollars. Like if say this was some indie yeah. that somebody put out today for twenty bucks, I would oh, have yeah. bought it in a heartbeat and been like, "This is fucking awesome." Yeah. Instead, you get it with the collection. It's almost worth the collection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It like now I will say like because you said you beat it as a kid. Uh, I remember texting you, dude, we were like, we were actually talking about this right before we started recording the podcast. Uh, I'm just bringing my messages up right now. I swear to God, these are actual messages that I have sent Miklos about (laughs) the game. Um, I just fired up Shinobi and it's pretty rad. It's so much fun. Miklos said, and then I said, this is like a day later, buddy, Shinobi is sick. It's exactly what retro gaming should be. Miklos. It's so good. Uh, and then literally the next day, <laughs> the next 24 hours later, I don't take back my praise of Shinobi, but the last level of this game can eat all oh, the asses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting was so, so bad. And then the next day, or no, this was later the same day. Yeah. I can't beat this boss. Fuck this game. It went from awesome to go fuck yourself over the last two levels. Fuck. <laughs> I was getting so angry. I, I've, to me, that was like a, a little badge of honor. <laughs> Dude. Because <laughs> like... One, I know how much you're into games, but also that I would suggest together you'd be like, I am so into this game, and also fuck this Dude, game so oh bad. God. And I'm sure what was going through your mind is like, I just have to beat this fucking game, yeah. and then and then I don't have to look at mm-hmm. it again. Although you, I hope you do play it again because it's so much fun. Dude, and like, and now here's the thing, you guys. Like, so there's no uh, there's no saves. It's like as is most of those games. Yeah. There's no passwords. You get a no. couple continues, yep. but when you get game over, you fucking start from square one yep. again. And uh, and I'm not even gonna bullshit you guys. Uh, I save stated. I didn't save state like every jump, but I save state at the beginning of every level so that I wouldn't have to like. Because the thing about it is like, and this is something we all did as kids. You would play these games, and then when you, like say the fifth level is the one you can't beat, yeah. you'd play through the first four with your eyes closed, get to the fifth level, 
and then slowly grind through it, die, and then have to start the whole thing over again. Yeah. And I and I have a ton of respect for that. I'm not shitting. I grew up in the '80s. I fucking yeah. <laughs> get that's how gaming worked. But I'm like, I have too many games to play now. Yeah. I'm safe stating. Like I have continues. Fuck right off. Yeah. Um, no, and that's 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 a fair thing to do. I can't I can't knock it, especially now. Totally. Right. But like, but back in the days where like you shelled out, like, I don't, I can't remember. I had somebody on here the other day. We were doing a podcast. I, I don't remember who it was or what game it was. So I don't know what order it'll go up in, but we were talking about, um, how we don't exactly remember what games cost in the eighties and early nineties. Cause I know my parents were buying most of my games. Yeah. Like me. 40 or 60 bucks. But I have to assume they were probably like, yeah, 50 or 60. I, I think, I, I think they were about like, yeah, 40 or 50 bucks. Like, so I remember buying uh Sonic and Knuckles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and like it was probably like a yeah, it was $60 like fifty game. bucks or sixty bucks. Yeah. Whereas like this game, as rad as it is, if if it had save states, like because like I beat it in about three days using yeah. save states, because it would just be like hop into the same level, try again, try yeah. again, try again. Uh, if you had had that back in the day, they could not have sold this game for full price because no. someone would have bought it, beat it in a day, and then been like, "Well, what the fuck? That cost me sixty dollars." Yeah. But this is what games used to be like, right? And without they save had to states, make them kind of hard, totally, right? because they need you to play it over and over again. And with no way to can to to save your progress, no password system, no nothing, you you basically like you you could like fucking watch TV while you play through the first five levels, and then it's like, okay, now it's go time, and you've yeah. earned another shot at it, right? Dude, I can't imagine beating this. Like, I mean, <laughs> I get, I could get how you could, but I don't. I cannot imagine it took a, playing it. It took a long time to do it. Uh, I mean, like, is uh, I is one. It was one of my favorite games, right? Uh, but two, like, if you only have so many games, you're gonna play these games over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. Like, I, uh, it's not on your list that you showed me of games, but uh, there's a, a Batman returns for the sega genesis okay uh it's it's a little clunkier than this but it's it's well it's a batman game right right um but my stepdad would play that game over and over and over that's the only way you could do it and over right and then like eventually like he ended up beating it like you got to go fight the penguin in this penguin lair and stuff and it was just like and there's something about that sense of accomplishment of beating like a really hard game like you want to know a game i've never beaten uh, that I've probably, I, I bet you I've put 50 hours into it is Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. Okay. And uh, there's no, like, there's no save points. There's no, there's yeah. no passwords. You start, like, you, you have your continues, but when it's yeah. over, it's over. And, uh, and there, there's something to that about those games that, like, if you had continues and stuff, you could probably beat it in two or three days. Yeah. But having to start over every time, that fucking sense of, like, the sense of tension of trying to beat that level that keeps beating you. Yeah. And then the sense of overwhelming accomplishment when you finally mm-hmm. beat yeah. that fucking level. Like there's just something to be said for that, that I, I don't have the patience to experience anymore, <laughs> but I wish I did because I, I well, can, I can get yeah. behind it. I get it. It was like, uh, like all the double dragons and stuff. Like Castlevania, Ninja yeah. guy. didn't even yeah. like all those games. Right. Um, but, this one, that, this is a beauty game. It's I, great, but uh, that the fucking last couple of levels will just kill you. And like it's the the last the second last level that Maze Dojo is hard. You, sh- you uh, should go back and play it and go just look up some of the cheat codes. 
Because there's cheat codes for like infinite shurikens. Oh, and, like, fuck. <laughs> I should have done that before when I was playing it the first time. Because I will tell you guys too, like the final boss in this game. Oh my god, yeah, is fucking ridiculous. Like it was like, yeah, like you got to save up like all of those extra ninja powers you get. When I texted you and said it could eat all the asses, it was that boss. I was like, I can't. Be. I'm like, I. It took me so many tries. Some of the bosses, like, could you know, uh, particularly they, they, all the bosses suited the levels, but some of the bosses, you're like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like that, it's impossible. Like that giant, like mutant zombie looking thing. That, oh, like, fuck. <laughs> like his hand comes up. Every time you, you hit him, he throws lasers. his hand at you. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> shoots off. lasers out of his mouth. <laughs> it's hard, man. And like, there's a, uh, 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 sorry, I was just reading about the four powers. So it was the, you could, uh, you could protect yourself. You could, shoot the fire up yep. you could get a better jump or you could uh self-sacrifice costing yourself a life to destroy enemies or damage bosses okay i never used that one although so, in hindsight i probably should have used that one that would be pretty good because you could you could yeah like at the end of your life or whatever yeah and like i'm just one of the reviews right here the only drawback the last level is freaking impossible <laughs> and like yeah it fuck it is um, um but it's it was i literally it's everything that retro gaming should be. It it's it looks gorgeous. The sound is great. It's like playing an arcade game in your house. It handles per almost perfect, except for the, some of the jumping. This guy here, this fucking yeah, that fucking. It's like this giant head with a hand that comes out of the ground. It's every like time a weird it. like. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to think like House of the Dead. It's just yeah. like just a mass of. But even him, bubbles. <laughs> but even him, I found that like he killed me the first few times. Yeah. But then every time I fought him, I got further, and then I got to realize like, oh, this is how you dodge the patterns he's gonna do, which is what those games were all about. Yeah. Uh, like pattern and, recognition. Right. Whereas that final boss, how the fuck anyone dodges half of his attacks? <laughs> all the different like you gotta get things you gotta he's throwing get at you. Yeah. You gotta get hit. You have to get hit. Like and like I would get to the point where I would just get on top of him and just start like spamming that jump kick and bounce off yeah. him, like hit him yeah. as many yeah. times as I could. Because then every time he'd hit you, he'd knock you off. Oh, this makes me fucking rage, that fucking boss. Um, listen, you guys, don't let our criticism of that boss, not even criticism, don't let our description of that boss turn you off from this game. If you like action games, if you like... This is... Uh, it's this is honestly one of my favorite games growing up. It's impossible not to compare it to Ninja it's, Gaiden, it, but it, it's better. It's better. It's it so is. much better. At least it, I think it is. I, I love this game just the the running around just being a ninja yeah and like dude there are a lot of times where as basic as it is you feel like a ninja like you feel yeah, like a you badass you feel like a badass ninja you there's like there's just enough variation from level to level it goes yeah. from just straight up left to right no exploration to the odd surfing level or riding the horses to yeah. levels where you're kind of climbing up and down in warehouses and looking for things and you can find extra items yeah. and stuff like that there's there's always like no two levels feel the same and that's a huge um, plus when it comes to a game like this. It doesn't start to feel like a schlog over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, they find a way, even though it's a lot of the same couple of bad guys coming at you over and over again, they find a way to make it feel uh, fun and original over and over again. Uh, one of my favorite things when I was a kid was, because, you know, I play, when you play it so many times, you know where everything is. Yeah. Is you just kind of go around and start having fun, like just messing with with enemies, right? You're like I'm, and you just toy around and you just you learn how to do, like especially how to do crazier things, like like I'm gonna jump down here and then I'm gonna drop kick this guy and then yeah. I'm gonna 
tumble back and drop kick this guy and like you're just like, like you're trying to like test yourself to do weird combos yeah like find different ways to do stuff and yeah. everything but um yeah dude just it's it's not worth 60 dollars today but like it, i know it's on some virtual consoles and stuff like that it's on this classic collection if you like say if it's honestly like if it was ten dollars i would i would pay 10 bucks for this in a heartbeat like right. in a heartbeat and play it like it was so fun this game uh I, there are no words to describe how amazing this game made me feel. I was looking up just reviews on it here on Google, and yeah. it's like five of five. <laughs> yeah, it's got great reviews. Like I, I'd never heard of it. Like I, I, like it almost bothers me that I'm so oblivious to the Sega Genesis. Like it, it all, you know what this game did? So like, I don't want to say the other game you and I just recorded because I don't know what order they're going up. Yeah. And I try to hide the other games, but we just recorded two Sega Genesis games, and uh, the first one was fun. But whatever. Yeah. But like this one, like has me wanting to dive back into that Sega collection yeah. and be like, what other games are in here that I didn't play? Because like, is Toe Jam and Earl in there? Yeah, you should play Toe Jam and Earl. <laughs> that one's on there. Gunstar Heroes is on there. And I, I haven't Man, played Toe Jam play. and Earl in so long. I don't remember anything about that game. I, That's how long it's been. It was. This was great. Like this was like, <laughs> dude, for like the kids that would argue in pro pro Sega Genesis when I was a kid, and I'd be like, you guys are just stupid and you don't yeah. know. Uh, if someone had made me play this, I would have been like, oh. oh. Oh, I see what you guys are rad. doing. Yeah. Just tight controls, great graphics, good sound, just a straight up action game. Just challenging, fucking awesome. The music. Yeah, sounds good. Amazing. Like, there's going to be music playing throughout this episode. It's so good, man. It's, oh. Um, like, dude, great it, suggestion. The the score to this just sets everything yeah. like, perfect. Great suggestion. Like just reading on Wikipedia here, Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master received critical acclaim. Um, and that seems to be the overall consensus, like 93, uh, eight out of 10, eight out of 10, 85. Like it's really fun. Um, yeah. what have they done with Shinobi sent? Like, is there been have, Shinobi games? Since I have then? no idea. <laughs> like I just, when I, I, when really I went to Google Shinobi, Shinobi, this is the only thing that came up. Oh really? Yeah. Holy oh, fuck. God. Okay. So Shinobi, Shinobi or Shinobi, Shadow Dancer, Revenge of Shinobi, uh, Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi, The Cyber Shinobi, The GG Shinobi, GG Shinobi 2. So then shinobi 3 is actually the eighth game and then there was one what? in 95 02 03 and 11 so wow uh well uh sega fucking uh you're not doing anything now other than making a stupid looking sonic the hedgehog movie yeah. so give us another shinobi game i'll, I'll pay i'll buy you another shinobi Fuck game yeah give us give us like a 3d one well the last game was shinobi 3d oh was it yeah um well i'm sure they could do a better one put um, it on the switch yeah put it on the switch please Please put it on the Switch and let us let us just run around and be a ninja. Just fucking dude, I had a great time. Uh, what would you give uh, Shinobi? T- I have a pretty good idea what you're gonna give. Oh, it, this, is like, 3, this is like this is like a nine, nine yeah? for me. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. I had fun. It was. I mean, it's a little short. Yeah. Having said that, though, like it's a lot of the like. I mean, listen. It, to me, it's, hypocr- it's hypocritical of me to sit here and be like, "Turtles in Time" is one of the greatest beat 'em ups ever. When Turtles in Time is as long as Shinobi. Yeah. Uh, it's just that it's the Ninja Turtles. Like this game yeah. is is every bit as fun to play as that. Go game back, is. remember what it's like to be a little kid pretending you were a ninja with all your friends. Yeah, and losing at a game and having to start all over, over and over, over, and over, over and, and over, over. Because you will. <laughs> that final boss can eat all the asses. Screw save states. Shinobi three, fucking play, guys. It's great. Miklos, <laughs> thanks for coming over. Buddy. No problem, man. This is fun.
that is going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Miklos, thank you for not only the game suggestion, but for coming over and talking about the game with me afterwards. That was fucking awesome. Uh, you guys, it is going to be a couple of Sega weeks here. Uh, like I said, as long as Best Buy doesn't bone me on the delivery date, I plan on delivering a review of the Sega Genesis Classic for you guys next week. Episode 65, it'll be something new. We're going to talk a couple more Sega games here in the next couple of weeks. And... Uh, you know, and if I, oh yeah, and I'll be at the Edmonton Expo this weekend, probably. So say hi if you see me there. I'll be the ugly guy with the. <laughs> I was gonna say the ugly guy that's a little out of shape with a bit of a scrubby beard, but it's the Edmonton Expo. I'll fit right in. So you probably, if you if you can hand it a card about the podcast for me at the Edmonton Expo, then say hi because that's where I am. You can also follow us. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram at Member the Game, just like Remember without the R E at Member the game we follow back we're on facebook at facebook.com slash remember the game and youtube.com slash remember the game and most importantly if you enjoyed this show you guys please consider supporting us at patreon patreon.com slash remember the game it's only two bucks a month i give away stuff i give you extra episodes i give you shout outs you can talk to me on there i give you everything i can for two dollars a month so thank you guys all so much for supporting this stupid podcast i'll be back next week with episode 65 in the meantime go play some sega genesis show that thing some love it wasn't all bad and uh i'll talk to you guys again in a week take it easy cheers